and welcome to the Newton South Denebola podcast. My name is Ben Gieser. And I'm Diego Segura. Yeah, and so on this podcast, we're going to be focusing on school-wide issues and providing a student's take on local and nationwide issues. So we're planning on having it be about a 10-minute podcast. As of right now, we're looking at the weekly scale. That being said, we appreciate any feedback and following this episode. We would really appreciate it if you could either email us at denebolapod at gmail.com or fill out the survey that we'll provide for you. For today's episode, we'll be focusing on the recent results of the girls and boys swim teams, as well as the Newton South boys and girls track teams who recently competed at the All-State meet. Diego, why don't you tell us a little bit about swim team season so far? Well, for, for the boys, swim team, uh, they play second at DCLs, seventh at sectionals, and ninth at the state meet, which is, that's pretty well. Yeah, that's impressive. Kyle Lowe, Nico Hench, and Sam Arellowitz all had standout performances. And uh, for the girls, they placed sixth at DCLs, tenth at sectionals and 14th at states so overall both both teams did really well overall this season uh katie duplessis rosie mcleod and kate taylor as well as many other people uh, made the state meet overall they all did very very well didn't katie commit to emory a couple weeks ago oh she did i wow. forgot about that she committed to emory that's wow. impressive that's big yeah How did the track team do at all states? So overall, the boys and girls track team both had pretty strong performances at all states. For the boys, their 4x4 relay featuring Michael Carpinito, Amos Trinidad, Aero Hellenius, and freshman Justin Levy had a really strong time. They placed 8th overall and they ended up running 3 minutes and 28.11 seconds for their 4x4 which is a very, very impressive time. They were 0.11 seconds off of nationals. It's crazy. Damn, that's big. Yeah. Amos Trinidad also competed in the long jump. Isn't he also going to Tufts for track? Yeah, he committed in the in the December. Very impressive school. Great kid. And is it, didn't he didn't he jump? Didn't he lo- jump long jump just as like a substitute event at BU and then end up qualifying for states? Yeah. I guess so. He's a really impressive kid. Uh, Great presence on their team. But he jumped, he placed number six, which also qualifies him and the 4x4 to move on to New England's. Um, Amos jumped 21 feet and 7.5 inches, which is kind of crazy. Like, I can't even imagine jumping that far. Uh, And then Justin Levy, the freshman, also ran in the 300 meters. Very impressive for a freshman to compete at all states. And then also, superstar Danny Collins uh, competed, placing third in the high jump. The best out of any non-senior in the entire all-state meet. He is already qualified for uh, nationals coming up in a couple weeks. He jumped six foot four inches. Overall, another really strong showing from him, um, as we've really seen throughout this entire season. Meanwhile, the girls also had a very impressive showing at all states. Junior Lucy Jenks won the mile, uh, winning it in uh, 4 minutes and 52.6 seconds over Stanford commit Grace Connolly. Very impressive showing by her. Last year, what was was it she came in? Seventh in the country in the mile? I think so. Yeah. And when she was a freshman, didn't she come in like, what was was her freshman time? Uh, I think it might have been top three. 
I don't know. Off, for, for the freshman mile. Yeah. They might be top three. I don't know off the top of my head, but like big things to come for Lucy Jenks. That was very impressive. Yeah, beating a Stanford commit is big. Yeah. And then their four by, the Newton South girls 4x8 team featuring Addie Marple, Audrey Levy, freshman Lily Bolchinski, and Lucy Jenks again. They got 8th place in 9 minutes, 35.33 seconds, and thus will be moving on to New England's in the upcoming meets. Uh, very impressive showing by both of the girls' both track teams. teams. Both, both. So now we've covered a bit about the Newton South track teams and the swim teams. Moving outside of Newton South, one thing that happened over break that's kind of shaking the whole bo- greater Boston slash New England community has been this Robert Kraft scandal. It's yeah. kind of it's not only shaking the like New England community, like yeah, the New England Patriots. Uh huh. But it's it's kind of like nationwide. People people see Robert Kraft as the CEO who brought the Patriots their six uh-huh. rings, six Lombardi trophies. Still here. Exactly. <laughs> LFG. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's just kind of bad. It's, it looks bad on his image. It kind of tarnishes his image. It's like a Florida massage parlor, which was kind of a yeah. front for a prostitution ring. Yeah, for those who don't know, this massage parlor was also under investigation for human trafficking. It, it was it ended up creating a kind of a sting operation for the Johns in the ring. Yeah. So Diego, what's Robert Kraft currently facing? Well, since it's in the state of Florida, I mean it's gonna be tried in Florida court, and he's punishable by up to one year in jail or a thousand dollars in criminal fines. Which, for being honest, it's not that bad for Robert Kraft. Thousand dollars in crimes for a man with a net worth of six point six billion dollars. Exactly. Um. In addition to that would be a hundred hours of community service, and uh, he would have to attend a human trafficking and prostitution awareness course. Mm-hmm. And he's one. The CNN said that he's one of twenty five men involved in this. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's the only guy doing this. It's it's many more. Uh huh. Well, if Robert Kraft is found guilty, Diego. Uh, do you think that he should be judged for the rest of his time uh, as the owner of the New England Patriots? Do you think he should be judged based on this one flaw character choice that he made to go to this massage parlor twice? Or do you think that we have to overlook this one mistake he made, or I guess two mistakes he made, and rather judge him for the success he has brought New England? I don't think he should be judged Badly, like yes, okay, you paid for prostitution, like oh, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. But considering he has the Kraft Group, the Kraft Foundation, he helped New England win six championships. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's kind of an icon in not only just New England and the Boston area, but really nationwide. He it was big when his wife died, and the fact that. He started a foundation in her name. That's that's pretty big. So I don't think he should be judged for the rest of his time. Mm-hmm. But as of now, I think it is appropriate for a little bit to people to like look at that and be like, "Oh, wow, yeah, that's pretty bad." Yeah, he just definitely deserves some criticism. But but not. I think this one thing is not does not outweigh all the good he's done. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great take. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for listening to our first episode of the Denebola podcast. Please fill out our survey available in the description or email us at denebolapod at gmail.com. Have a great day!